Thank you for listening to this message from First Baptist Church of Alamogordo. More information about First Baptist Church can be found at www.fbcalamo.com. All right, well, grab your Bible, go to Matthew 28. Um, just by way of reminder, parents, we are not having uh, children's church this morning. Uh, Rhonda is out uh, with her, both of her parents are sick, and so she is taking care of them and, and was, was thinking she'd probably be having to take her uh, mom to the ER this morning. Um, and, and Michelle, the, the backup, my Michelle, is, is in the nursery this morning. So that was a last-minute thing. So we have uh, coloring pages back in the, in the foyer uh, for, for our kids. And for the rest of us, we know that means sometimes things get a little squirmy, uh, and that's all right. All right? As, as my friend at Mayhill put uh, in, their, in the back of their pew, he said, we believe that God put the wiggle in children. And it's a blessing. The, the, uh, and the, the only thing, as I've said before, the only thing more distracting than, than having squirmy kids in the service is not having any squirmy kids in, in your church. And so we are, we're blessed with that. Um, we, 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 have, we have a lot of people out this morning with, with some sickness. Um, I, I think I, I got text messages uh, that, that accounted for about 12 people um, that, are, that are out sick in one way or another. So um, I say all that to say, be, be in prayer for those that are, that are um, out sick this morning. And if you're feeling, you know, not well, don't, don't hug or shake hands or anything. Just, you know, say hi. It's okay to do that from a distance. Uh, we want to fellowship, but we don't want to share in everyone's sufferings that way, okay? We will pray for you. Uh, we will mourn for you. We, we don't want to fellowship with you in, in that way, okay? Just, uh, just want to be clear on that. Well, here we are, first Sunday of the new year, first Sunday of the 20s, right? Even if you don't start, think it's the start of a new decade. Um, listen, I'm, I graduated high school in 2001. I argued for years that 2001 started the new millennium, and I finally gave up because no one was listening anymore, okay? So um, we start the 20s. 2020 at least starts the 20s. And so as we embark on the 20s, and, and more specifically on this year, 2020, I just simply wanted to take a look at some goals for our church for this year, and then to focus, uh, to, to have a renewed focus on the gospel here in Alamogordo. And so to start our time, we're going to look at Matthew 28, 18 through 20, the Great Commission. If you, will, uh, if you have that, let's stand as we read the word the Lord has given to us. This morning, this is Jesus speaking. These are, in fact, the last words that Jesus spoke before he was taken up into heaven. Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the chance to gather together to sing praises to your name. And as we begin this new year together as a body of Christ, we pray for your vision. We pray that everything that we do as a church body would be driven by your word, would be grounded in your word. That we would seek your face in the way that we plan events, in the way that we arrange our church calendar. And so as we begin this year, will you 
give us unity in the things that I believe you've called us to? Will you give us a laser focus to see the gospel proclaimed here in Alamogordo? We ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. You can have a seat. Now, now, as I said, by, by way of reminder, these are Jesus' last words to his disciples before he, descended in, before he ascended into heaven. Now, it, it's interesting. Jesus could have told them anything. Right? There, there are any number of commands that, that Jesus could have given them, but he had one overarching mission for them. He, comes in, he reminds them of his authority. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. See, the, the phrase make disciples is the central part of this passage. A lot of times we'll focus on, on the going aspect of this. Go, Therefore, and we'll, we'll rally around going and around sending, and all that's important, but that's not the imperative. That's, that's not the, 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 the crutch on which the rest of this passage hangs. This passage hangs on those two words, make disciples. Now, that requires going, but it, literally that, that word go can, can be translated, should be translated as you are going. So there's some aspect where it's, we, okay, we'll get on an airplane and we'll go, we'll, we'll go to the other side of the world. That's, that's valid because we are called to take the, the, um, the, the gospel to the nations, make disciples of all nations. But more for the lives of the disciples, Jesus had in mind, as you are going, as you're going about your daily life, make disciples, share the gospel. And that's what we see happening in the book of Acts. How did they do it? Well, they, they made disciples by going, by baptizing, and by teaching. Now, here at FBC, the last couple of years, we've said our purpose is, is love, serve, give. Um, and that's good. We're going to continue doing those things because they're good things. But for 2020, for, for this year, as I was praying, as I was, I was pouring over this passage and, and seeking the, the Lord's plan for this year, I felt an urging to go back to actually what, what I said in the beginning when I got here. In fact, on my business cards, it still has this phrase on it. Make disciples who make disciples. Because this is our mission as a church. Now, how do we do it? Well, we do it by teaching by, by loving God and teaching others to love God, loving others, by serving selflessly, by giving sacrificially. So those, those things are still ingrained in our DNA here as a church, love, serve, give. But our mission as a local body of, church, of believers is to make disciples. That's why we exist. And it's what we do. We make disciples. And so along with that is going to come a rebranding of a, a new logo that uh, we put together. By we, I mean I. <laughs> that, that, that I put together. As, a, as, as just a defining mark of, of who we are. Now you'll see that's our, that's our steeple or a caricature of our steeple. One of the reasons I wanted to incorporate that is because as I've shared before, um, I, I've encountered folks throughout 
Alamogordo that have no idea we're here. Now, we've been on this same corner for 120 years. And yet, I've had conversations with people down Michigan Avenue, three blocks away. Hey, I'm the pastor at First Baptist Church. Oh, where is that? There? <laughs> you literally see our steeple out at your, out your, on your front, when you walk out your front door? So this is a way for, this is, look, logos are logos, right? No, nobody's going to come to church because we have a cool or a snazzy or a simple logo. And yet it's a, it's a defining mark of, of who we are, this, this steeple. That you can see, if you've, if you've driven around town, you can see from all over the place. This is what we want to be about. As, as First Baptist Church, Alamogordo, we want to be about making disciples who make disciples. And so in the, in the coming days and, and weeks, maybe months, you, you'll start to see this rebranding popping up around our building um, in business cards and, and posters around the building, those, those kinds of things, to remind us that this is our purpose. Make disciples who make disciples. And again, I didn't, I didn't make that up. We see that in the Bible. We see that in 2 Timothy 2.2, where, where Paul calls Timothy to take what he has learned from Paul and to entrust it to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. That is a calling to make disciples. That's a biblical mandate that we have as a church. And so in, we, we, as, we, as, said, as we look at calendar, as we look at events that we've done, we want to ask this question, how does this help us make disciples? Because we want the Great Commission to drive everything that we do as a church. So in our committees, in our Sunday school classes, we want to ask this question. How does this, this event, this thing, how does this help us make disciples? So this, this overall mission, making disciples who make disciples. Drives us to four objectives for 2020. The first one is this. This this is where we get the 2020, by the way. This is real simple. I'm challenging us as a church. Objective one to baptize 20 people in 2020. Mission 2020. Evangelism is part of making disciples. It's it's been said that that evangelism is the first part of disciple making. We have to share the gospel with folks in order for them to become disciples of Christ. Now, we've baptized, in in the almost four years that I've been here, we've baptized as many as eight Last year, we only baptized three. So what I'm saying is this is a challenge. But it's not impossible. In fact, if you walk out these doors to, to your left, the, if you walk out those doors, there is a bulletin board out there that says, Who's Your One? And last summer, we, we went through a series called Who's Your One? We still have a number of names on that board. Names that we as a congregation identified, 
names that represent people in our lives, in our circles of influence, who do not have a relationship with the Lord. But each of those names represents someone, first of all, that Christ loves, that God Almighty created in his image, that he sent Christ Jesus to the earth to save. And that God in his providence has given a relationship with someone in our church. So in 2020, that means we need to emphasize intentional evangelism. That's going to look like some additional evangelism training opportunities. And opportunities for evangelism practice. Because it's one thing to sit in a classroom and learn a method for evangelism. It's another to actually put it into practice. We are called as the body of Christ, as believers, to share the gospel intentionally. Now, if that causes you to start, you know, shivering a little bit and think, oh man, I got to like walk up to somebody. No, we're going to talk about how to, how to do that, okay? We'll, we'll talk more about that in the coming months. But we want to be intentional about evangelism. That, that leads us to objective two. An increased focus on First Baptist Church's neighborhood. In this last year, we've grown a lot. In fact, uh, this past fall, just, just fall alone, we had over 20, we averaged more than 20 people, over 20 people more in each worship service each Sunday than we did in 2018. That's on average. Okay? But almost all of that growth was by folks moving to Alamogordo, which is great. Don't, don't misunderstand me. We want to be a church that, that folks can feel at home in when they move to Alamogordo and looking for a church to, to plug into, to worship with, to serve with. For however long they find themselves in Alamogordo, we we. We want to be that. We will continue to be that. But at the same time, we must be a church that's making a difference in the neighborhood where we are located. So, so let me share with you just a little bit about the neighborhood where we are. According to census data, if you go a half mile out from our church, a half mile radius from our church, there are 1,530 people within a half mile of our front door. That's 677 households. Don't worry, you'll see all this again later on. Okay, so we're, we're going to publish all this information. I don't have it on the screen. Just, just, just track with me here for a second. 1,500 people, 677 households. The average age in those households, of those households, is 39. It's a young neighborhood. 144 of those households have children at home. Somewhere, with a total of somewhere around 250 children between the ages of birth to 17. And 
And of those, get this, 63% are single-parent households. 50% are single-mother households. And additionally, those living below the poverty line make up 30% of this neighborhood. That's almost twice the state average. Okay? In other words, our neighborhood, where our church is, where, where our church has been for the last 122 years as of 2020, is a neighborhood with over 250 kids and teenagers. Of those, most of them are single-parent families, and of those, half, half of all the households with families are single-mother families, with twice the average of those living below the poverty line. How are we going to make disciples here? It begins with building a relationship. And like I just talked about, that requires intentionality on our part. Part of it's letting folks know, first of all, that we're here. That our church is here. And secondly, that we care. You'll hear more about this in the coming days, weeks, months, years. What are we going to do to reach not just Alamogordo, but our neighborhood, where our church is? You know, about a year and a half ago, we had a discussion about moving. Ultimately, we, we believe that that not just because a, a vote didn't have enough vote, a congregational vote didn't have enough votes to, to move, but if we believe anything about the sovereignty of God, we believe that we are still here for a purpose. And that this corner where First Baptist Church has been for 122 years is in a neighborhood for a specific purpose. To make disciples who make disciples. That has to start at home. But it doesn't stop there. Objective three is to develop a strategic partnership with an international mission board missionary. Now, Scott Wilson will be here next week to talk more about this and what that looks like through a, through a program called IMB Connect. Part of making disciples of all nations is, well, going to the nations. Uh, according to the International Mission Board, at the end of last year, on December 31st, there were 3,619 personnel serving overseas with the International Mission Board. Some of them serve in places we can talk about, like London and Paris. And some of them serve in places that we can't talk about like an undisclosed location in Southeast Asia. As I said, next week Scott will share about IMB Connect, uh, which is a partnership where a local church or a local association is partnered with an IMB missionary to support them through prayer, through encouragement, and through going. And so my prayer, what, what I'm, as, as a moderator of the Mountain Valley Baptist Association, what, what my prayer is is that this will be an association-wide partnership 
with the 23 churches in the Mountain Valley Baptist Association, with First Baptist Church leading the way. And so here's what I'm going to call us to. I'm going to call us to this year, in 2020, to develop a partnership as a, as a church and as an association to, that we would partner together with the other 23 churches here, that we would identify a missionary that we will partner with. By the end of 2020, that we will be praying for one another, we'll be mutually encouraging one another, and my challenge is to send our first team overseas in 2021. Again, with 23 churches in our association, I think we could make that happen. I want to see FBC leading the charge to develop partnerships, to say we're going to make disciples in Alamogordo and we're going to make disciples to the nations and everywhere in between. Now, the thing about it is missions cost money. Like anything else in life. It costs money to have personnel in places around the world. It costs money to provide discipleship material. It costs money to be able to, to hand Bibles out. In 2019, we gave just under, the, the best calculations that I have, we gave just under $7,000 in special missions offerings through the Annie Armstrong Easter offering that goes to North American missions through Mission New Mexico, which stays right here in our state, and the Lottie Moon Christmas offering for international missions. This year, in 2020, I'm challenging us to give more, give more to missions. And here's what I'm challenging us to. To give a total in special missions offerings, a total of $10,000 through these three offerings. $2,500 to Annie Armstrong, $2,500 to Mission New Mexico, and $5,000 to Lottie Moon. This is our yearly goal, okay? We have certain seasons of emphasis for these. Annie Armstrong happens at Easter. Mission New Mexico happens in September and October. Lottie Moon happens in November and December. But you can give to any of them all year long. If you write a check in February and you put Lottie Moon on there, it will go to Lottie Moon. In our online giving portal, we have, uh, we, we have spots for each of these in the drop-down menu. As I said, missions cost money. We're, we're aware of that right here. When, when, we, when we host an event, there's, there's cost involved in that to do food. Cost to, to provide games. Co- there, there's, there's cost to missions. When we... When we open up our building, it costs money to turn on lights and air conditioners. Because we're a part of the family of Southern Baptist Convention, we, we give money through the cooperative program, 10%. So, so 10 cents of every dollar that comes in the plate that's not uh, designated for some purpose goes to the cooperative program to support things like our seminaries, like our missionaries that we read about this morning. And these three offerings, Annie Armstrong, Mission to Mexico, and Lottie Moon, go directly to support missions. Annie Armstrong and Lottie Moon go directly to church planters, go directly to missionaries serving overseas. Mission New Mexico is split up between a variety of mission opportunities, including church planting here in New Mexico. 
including our camps, the Baptist Children's Home. We get to be a part of making disciples when we help fund missions organizations. But it's not enough just to give. We have to pray, pray that God would prepare the harvest. We give and we go. Whether that means we go across the street or across town, next door, or across the world, we, we want to be people that are serious about making disciples. So this is what I'm calling us to in 2020. 20 baptisms. An increased focus right here on our own neighborhood. That we would develop a strategic partnership with an IMB missionary this year. And we would make plans to go in 2021 that we would give more to missions to see the sake of, for the sake of the gospel, to see the kingdom of God expand around the world. I'm excited about where we are. I'm excited about where we're going. There's no other people on the face of the planet I would rather stand before and say, let's do this together than the folks right here in this room. I'm going to ask Sarah to come up and pray, and uh, we're going to start this year off and by observing the Lord's Supper. But before we do that, before, before the men come to prepare the, the table, I want us to just spend some time in prayer, dedicating this next year to the Lord. Maybe as we talked about intentional evangelism, the Lord's already laying someone on your heart who you know does not have a relationship with Christ, and yet they have a relationship with you who does have a relationship with Christ. Again, if we believe in the sovereignty of God, we believe that no one has relationships with you by accident, that God has placed people in your lives for a very specific purpose. And as followers of Christ, we have the mandate from Christ Jesus to share the gospel. I'm going to ask Sarah to pray. Just let's spend some time in prayer, asking the Lord to, to show us those who need to hear the gospel, asking him to give us the courage, the words, when, when those opportunities arrive. And I'll close this in a moment as we just pray over these objectives. Let's pray.
Father, we come before you asking you to move in a mighty way in 2020. Move in our church. Refine us as a local body of believers. Help us as as a local church to have a laser focus on the gospel. To be willing to stop things that don't help us make disciples. I pray for our lives as believers that we would be committed to seeing the gospel take root in Alamogordo. Pray for that number of 20 baptisms. Not so that we can wave our own flag and say, look at how great we are, but that we can identify and say, these are the people that God has brought from death to life through his church. We pray for those 1,500 plus individuals that are within a half mile of our front door. Over 650 homes. The vast majority of whom do not have a relationship with you. I pray that we as a church would rise up and say, We are not okay with anyone in our neighborhood, in the neighborhood of our church, not hearing the truth of the gospel. Believing that this is the place you have us, the the place we've been for 122 years. That we would hold up the banner of the cross and lift high the name of Jesus. That as we are intentional about building relationships, about sharing the gospel right here in our neighborhood, that you would change lives, you would arrest hearts, you would save men and women and children. We pray right now for the IMB missionary who's serving overseas, but with whom we'll partner. Even though we don't know their name and they they likely don't know who we are, we believe that you have an appointed relationship ready to go. So we pray for their ministry. We pray that in your timing you would reveal that. That we might develop a relationship that you will use to to change the lives of people living overseas. Because First Baptist Church and the churches of the Mountain Valley Baptist Association are willing to go. And as we obey your great commission at home and to the ends of the earth, 
folks would trust in Christ. You would save many. I plead with you that we would get to be a part of that. Finally, we pray for the missions giving that we'll have in 2020. That you would use the dollars that flow out of First Baptist Church to expand the kingdom of God, to proclaim the gospel. Because we give, men, women, and children would hear the gospel message and would turn from death to life. We know we cannot do this on our own. So we plead with you for your help, for your strength, for your perseverance. We pray that as we surrender to your plans, you will use First Baptist Church to change our neighborhood, to change this community, to change our state, our nation, and even the world for the sake of the kingdom of God. We ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from First Baptist Church of Alamogordo. We are located at 1100 Michigan Avenue in Alamogordo, New Mexico. We meet on Sundays for small groups at 9 a.m. and worship at 1030. If you have more questions, please email office at fbcalamo.com or call 575-437-5510. Thank you for listening and may God bless you this week.